brother! Ben, as I'm sure you know, me and my wife Beth are presently expecting twins, which I think we can all agree pretty much makes me an expert on all things baby, and especially all things adorable. I mean, have you seen my first kid? Look at him. Look at him. Here he is, but this time holding a lightsaber. This time, he's wearing a stormtrooper helmet. I mean, I agree, he's a little short to be a stormtrooper, but the point is, I'm neck deep and adorable. But I'm also dealing with a lot of Disney Plus right now since it just came out. So today, I thought it would be fun to combine these two things and count down the top 10 most adorable babies Disney has to offer. Hey, brother! Number 10, Boo. That's a scary witch. Yeah, there she is. That's Boo from Monsters Incorporated. And yes, she's only number 10 because that's how adorable this list is about to get. But also number 10 because I feel like Boo is really towing the line between baby and toddler, but I just love her so much she had to make the cut. Like, remember that time she was eating those Fruit Loops in a line or falling asleep sitting up or recording her number one hit single in a bathroom stall due to its marvelous acoustics? No, Or, or when she was bashing Randall on the head with that bat? Classic. But nothing perhaps drives her cute points through the roof than this scene right here, when Sully tucks her into bed, says goodbye, and she quickly gets out, runs to the closet, and says, Boo! Next, next. Number nine. Stitch. Now, I know what you're thinking. Is Stitch really a baby? Isn't he actually a recently created genetic monstrosity? The weird combination of a fearsome mangloid, a goo-gobbling booger beast, a people-eating pus monkey, a deadly disemboweler, a boiling tungoid, and a bottom-feeding scum sucker? Yes, that is true. And wow, look at you. You're very well-versed in Lilo and Stitch lore. Well done. But the key phrase there is recently created. So yes, I'm going to give him a pass as a baby whose mind works faster than a supercomputer. Undeniably though, he is super adorable. Personally, one of my favorites is when he first tries to talk to Lilo. Oh, how? But if you ask me, him explaining the meaning of family to Nani is more than enough justification to include him on this list. Ohana means family. Family means nobody. Gets left behind. Raise your hand if you also just said Ohana means family in the Stitch voice. Don't lie. Leave it in the towel section. Also, he cries in the rain. Number eight, Simba. But no, 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 not that one. For God's sake, stupid monkey can't even be bothered to stand up to lift up his prince. Ugh. Yes, I am still salty about it. Can we get the real one going? Yes, there it is. That's the one. That's how you lift a baby lion cub over a cliff. Extend the legs. Are we sure this is safe? Anyway, while baby Simba's time on on screen is brief, his impact is undeniable. I mean, what parent hasn't just recreated this exact scene? I mean, I know I have. Ah! Seriously though, the opening scene from The Lion King is one of the most impactful scenes in the history of all animation, and it is all about this little guy right here. Plus he sneezes. <coughs> Number seven. Jack Jack. Yeah, sorry Simba, you might be the king and all, but uh, can you turn into fire, lead, multiply, super strength, super size, laser eyes, gloop? Is gloop really a power? 
I didn't think so, Simba. I didn't think so. Okay, so first of all, Jack-Jack is responsible for introducing us, the audience, to Kari the babysitter. It's like Kari only with a K instead of a C and an A instead of an E and only one R and an I instead of an IE. Who, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated characters ever and whose lack of inclusion in Incredibles 2 is criminal. That said, while Jack-Jack was amazing in Incredibles 1, he really cranks up the adorableness in Incredibles 2. Personally, I love it when he has to wake Bob up while he's like mid-reading to him. Closing! We've all been there, Bob. We've all been there. Plus, literally any moment he is on screen with Edna, specifically after he starts copying her, I just seriously love this. And, and, he sneezes. Number six. Hercules. Oh my Olympian gods, this kid is cute. I mean, look at him right here. Is he chewing on lightning? That was so cool. Oh, I remember I chewed on lightning once or actually, no, I really don't. In fact, I think that that whole month is kind of blurry. I mean, I just... Aside from that, however, he is also a master at secret handshakes and invents two within just minutes of each other. I mean, you got to give him mad props for that. I mean, I know I wish I had a secret handshake with someone. I mean, I feel like I used to, but... Not to mention, I think he gets a few extra bonus points for having the most adorable baby sidekick in Pegasus, who I will add he promptly invents a secret headbutt with. I mean, this kid is a genius. Number five. Groot. Yeah, that's right. This list is totally branching eh, out into any Disney-owned property, including Guardians of the Galaxy. And Groot. Oh, what a potty mouth. No, 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 not that one. Let's try this again. We are Groot. Oh, that's adorable. He said we. He only ever says I, but he says we because they're a team inside of Team Tree Orb. But it's still not the one we're looking for. Yes, there he is. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. I don't even care that this is actually just a three minute commercial for Funko Pops. <laughs> Remember when he tried to put the thing on as a hat? <sighs> but he hates hats. Or when he can seriously not find the mohawk. <laughs> He gets so close. Tell me you guys have a refrigerator somewhere with a bunch of severed human toes. Okay. But I think definitely the most adorable moment with Baby Groot is when he totally understands how bombs work. I'm Groot. No, that's exactly what you just said! How is that even possible? Or maybe when he yawns to take a quick sap nap on Drax. That's just like a cat nap except when you're a sapling. Ah, tree humor. I can never leave it alone. Number four! Squirt. Okay, first of all, first of all, he has an amazing secret handshake slash headbutt with his dad, which is worth like a hundred extra arbitrary cuteness points right out of the gate. Give me some fin. Noggin. Dude. But more important than that, I think, is the odd level of mutual respect Crush and Squirt have for each other. Well, you never really know, but when they know, you'll know, you know? Nothing cuter than respect, am I right? But I do just love how excited he is to impress his dad, and how excited Crush is to be impressed. Hey, Dad, did you see that? Did you see me? Did you see what I see? You so totally rock! Also, he is a total expert at exiting procedures. Remember, rip it, roll it, and touch it! Number three, 
Moana. Okay, if there's anything more adorable than a baby turtle, it's a baby girl playing with the baby turtle and escorting him into the ocean. And surprise, it's actually a secret test of worthiness. Baby Moana is tempted by the ocean to either take a conch shell or help the little baby turtle. And you can tell it pains her not to take the conch shell, but ultimately she makes the right decision and fiercely defends her new friend into the ocean. <laughs> And as a result of respecting ocean life, she is rewarded by the ocean with its friendship, the actual heart of a goddess, and most importantly, lots of conch shells. If you ask me, that's honestly the best reward. Have you ever found one like fully intact on the beach? It's like, it's like winning the lottery. Either way, mutual respect strikes again, am I right? While we're on the sea though, why don't we move on to number two? Baby Dory. Coming in at 90% eyes and 10% fish, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I suffer from short-term memory loss. Need I say more? Okay, I will, but for the record, I feel like that stands up perfectly well on its own. Like, how about right here when her parents ask her if she wants to play hide and seek, and she's so excited, she says, Wanna play hide and seek? Okay, I love you. Ah, her excitement literally overwhelms her to the point where she can't even finish saying the word games. I love you. Or, or how about the time she starts singing to herself and then has an existential crisis that she might forget her parents? What? What if I forget you? <gasps> Would you ever forget me? And then they lose her. But that truly is the adorableness, isn't it? Yes, she has super cute giant eyes and her mannerisms are about as endearing as they come. I like sand, sand is squishy. But it's her total fear that she will lose and forget the two fish that mean the most to her that make her so relatable. Losing loved ones is always hard, but her being so young and so little and understanding this so fully, I think that's what truly brings out the and you might be thinking, what in this galaxy could possibly be little baby Dory? And I have to tell you, it's not in this galaxy. It's actually a galaxy far, far away because number one is baby Yoda. Okay, fair enough. He's 50 years old. We did almost disqualify Boo for barely being a toddler, but let's have some perspective, people. It's all relative, it's all relative. My goodness, though, I don't think I have ever seen a character become so beloved so fast. This character is brand new, literally just four weeks old to us, the audience, at the time of this recording, and yet I have already written a letter to Santa requesting a toy plush so that I can double down my chances of getting one. But you know what? That's not gonna happen because I'm here to ruin Christmas for you. Well, not really. But in one of the weirdest marketing missouts ever, the hottest toy this season doesn't actually exist. There are so far no official Baby Yoda toys of any kind available for purchase. This is because the show was so concerned about leaks that they didn't produce anything for their now superstar character. Am I glad they have that kind of integrity? Yes. Am I also going to hate them forever because for one more month I won't be able to have this thing? Also yes. Seriously though, could a character do less things and somehow still be the most adorable thing that's ever happened? Look at this, all we're seeing him do right here 
here is unscrew a ball and I literally cannot get enough. And then this, are you kidding me? Is he perfectly timing the deadpan on the drinking of that tiny bowl of soup? I don't think it's just how adorable looking he is either. I think it's also how bad a father the Mandalorian has been so far. Now, to be fair, he obviously loves him and cares about him and doesn't want anything bad to happen and I don't think would ever do anything bad to him, but he just keeps taking him into such dangerous places or leaving him alone or leaving him with strangers or not closing the top of the egg when you're fighting a giant rhino sand monster. I swear to God, Mando, if that little guy gets hurt, I, sw I swear. In fact, I've been told in this scene right here, they weren't even using the puppet. They put in a bag of flour just in case there was a misfire and somehow the puppet got hit instead. Okay, that's not true. I totally made that up, but that is how much care they should be taking. And guys, also, also, actually, actually, have you seen him eat a frog? Because, oh my god, this is a frog. Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. If you want even more top 10 action from us, you can check out right here for our top 10 Fred and George moments, or right here for our top 10 cringe moments in Harry Potter. If you haven't liked the video yet, make sure you do that, and subscribe so you don't miss any future videos, or make sure you ding that bell. But Ben, that's all I've got for you today, man. I will see you in another life, brother.